Hey, 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 y'all. I hope everybody has been doing well. I have absolutely missed y'all. Uh, it's been a while since I came on, and my baby is in gymnastics today. So I said, let me run out here real quick and give y'all this word uh, that I have been talking about for the last couple of days on YouTube. I'm coming to bring it to you guys. If y'all have not found me on YouTube and TikTok, go find me. I am Grace Amber. I post almost like every Monday through Friday. Every morning, I will go and post uh, a video. So if y'all have not found me there, go find me. So let me give y'all this quick word so I can get back in here and uh, watch my baby. She's already told me that some of the other parents stay in there with their kids. So why am I not in there with her watching her? So I'm going to hurry up and get this word out real quick. And the word for today is prosperity in action. Do y'all remember how when we were in school and they would present a concept to us, like say we in science class, right? And they would present a concept to us. They would explain it to us, right? Define it, explain it to us. And then they would give us an example and to show us basically what it looks like in action, so if they're explaining something about energy, they're going to give us that law, right? They're going to explain to us that rule, that law, whatever it might be, right? And then they're going to explain it in depth. Not only are they going to tell us about it and define it, they're going to explain it to us how it works after they define it. And then they're going to tell us an example of what it looks like, what that law looks like in motion, right? So anyway, I want to give y'all this word. Today's word is prosperity in action. Turn with me in your Bibles to Acts the fourth chapter. I'm going to start, let's see, I'm going to start at the 32nd verse and then I'm going to go all the way down to the fifth chapter and I'm going to go all the way down to the 10th verse. So that's quite a long scripture. But like I said, I talked about this in like two or three videos on YouTube. So I'm giving y'all three words and run in one. So just uh, uh, follow with me. Acts the fourth chapter. I'm reading from the NIV starting from the 32nd verse. And it reads, all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. There were no needy persons among them, for from time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone as he had need. Right? I'm going to skip the 36th verse. I'm going to go down to the 5th chapter and start at the 1st verse, and it reads, now a man named Ananias, together with his wife, Sapphira, also sold a piece of property. With his wife's full knowledge, he kept back part of the money for himself, but brought the rest and put it at the apostles' feet. Then Peter said, Ananias, how is it that Satan has so filled your heart that you have lied to the Holy Spirit and have kept for yourself some of the money you received for the land? Didn't it belong to you before it was sold? And after it was sold, wasn't the money at your disposal? What made you think of doing such a thing? You have not lied to men, but to God. When Ananias heard this, he fell down and died. And great fear seized all who heard what had happened. Then the young man came forward, wrapped up his body, and carried him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. Peter asked her, tell me, is this the price you and Ananias got for the land? Yes, she said, that is the price. 
Peter said to her, how could you agree to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the feet of the men who buried your husband are at the door and they will carry you out also. At that moment, she fell down at his feet and died. Then the young man came in and finding her dead, carried her out and buried her beside her husband. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events, right? That was a long scripture, so I'm not going to spin it back, but y'all can always replay this. So I want to go back and talk about the background of what was happening here. So you had the apostles who were doing great ministry at that time in that area, right? And so what the people were doing, they were taking everything that they had and selling it and giving the proceeds to the apostles who then distributed it to people in need. What does prosperity look like? What is God's plan for prosperity? God's plan for prosperity is this. There was no needy person among them. That's God's plan for prosperity is that the people who have share with the people and who have not. And there was no lack and no need. Exactly what was happening here in this scripture. The people who had more than enough shared with the people who didn't have enough. And by doing so, there was no lack and no needy person among them. That's what prosperity looks like. In this particular scripture, they are not, uh, there is no haves and the have-nots. Why? Because whoever had not, the people who had gave and they shared. That is what prosperity looks like. So the first video, I was talking about how basically God gives to you for you to share. And one of the key components of this scripture that I like to start out with is all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything that they had. I want to stop right there. That was the first video that I did. Let me talk on that for a minute. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything that they had. Y'all, we've been trained from a young age to use this word mine you know it started when we were kids right and somebody wanted to play with one of our toys and if we didn't want to share right what would we tell them we would tell them that is my toy mine and we were allowed to do that as children and so we have been brought up with the concept that we have our own things certain things are mine fast forward to adulthood what do we say my car, my money, my job, my house, my furniture, mine, mine, mine. We as adults tend to call things mine. It's a funny thing that we just recently got some furniture, right? Uh, this is a personal store. I'll give you an example. We just recently got some furniture. And so little Annie uh, was jumping on the couch. And I told her, Annie... If you don't get down off of my couch, you're going to break my couch down, right? Well, that flew for that day, but later that night and as the next and the next day, the Lord spoke to me and corrected me that that is not my couch. Actually, it's his couch that he is allowing for me and little Annie to share, right? So when I give you these words, they apply to me too. That's the first part of the message that I have for you is that when God gives you something, understand that you don't own anything everything belongs to god from your body to your voice to uh the job the proceeds 
from the hours that you work on your job. Yeah, God gave you strength and energy to do that work, right? He gave you the energy and the ability. He's the one that woke you up this morning. He's the one that wakes you up every single morning. There's nothing that you have that actually belongs to you. Let's start there. You own nothing. Everything belongs to God, right? So in this scripture, all the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own. And by not saying my, my, my and claiming everything as their own, right? They shared everything they had. Why were they so willing to share? Because they did not call it their own. So God blessed them with things and they in turn gave and the scripture already you know the scripture the scripture says give and it shall be given unto you good measure pressed down running over shaking together y'all know the scripture right so god gives to you for you to share and in this particular scripture that is what the people in this particular scripture in this time in this event that's what they were doing they understood that nothing was theirs and because they understood that nothing was theirs they were willing to share i want to touch on something else if Miles Monroe said this, so let me let me quote, let me give credit to where it's due, because Miles Monroe, that guy, that guy's dead, but he's dead in the flesh, but he is definitely alive. Uh, I've been listening to his messages so much, so much wisdom, so much insight from that guy, uh, Miles Monroe. If you have not already heard anything from Dr. Miles Monroe, go YouTube him. He is absolutely amazing. He's uh, passed on, but. His, his legacy, his message is still teaching the next generation. Miles Monroe said this. Miles Monroe said, if God can't get it through you, he won't get it to you. One of the main reasons why these people who had more than enough, one of the main reasons why God allowed them to have abundance. You know why he allowed them to have abundance? Because they had the right attitude and they understood that none of it was theirs. And because they had the right attitude and they gave respect and reverence where it was due to God. And they thanked him for everything that he gave them. And they had the correct attitude. God blessed them abundantly, right? Because they had the right attitude. And because he blessed them abundantly, they shared. That's why God blesses people. That's why you see people. I've had so many people to walk up to me and say, ma'am, can I pay for your ice cream? Ma'am, can I pay for your food? You go in the drive-thru and the people in front of you pay for your order. And then you get there and they're like, oh, the car in front of you paid for it. That's why these people are able to give like that. And you're looking and you're saying, I barely had enough money to even buy my ice cream. Or I barely had enough money to even buy my food. Why did those people have so much that they had enough to give? And flip side, often the recipient did not even have enough barely to meet their needs. Why? Because those people were willing to give. And that is why God blesses them so abundantly because they don't store it and hoard it up and put it in their cupboard and put it in their cabinet and put it in their bank account and let it just sit there and say, this is mine. No, they kept the blessings flowing, right? So uh, we we went through Acts the fourth chapter. We did a 32nd verse. Uh, we went to the 34th verse. There were no needy persons among them. Look at what these people were doing. These people were selling their belongings to get the proceeds and wholeheartedly they were giving to the work of the Lord and giving to ministry. And guess what happened? These people did not mind getting rid of their stuff because they understood the concept of prosperity that just because you give it away does not mean that you're actually losing anything because the same way that God gave it to you one time 
if you are a good steward over that and if you use it correctly and if you do what you're supposed to do with it, guess what God going to do? He's going to spend that thing back again and give it to you right back again. Double, right? Let's go down to the story about Ananias and Sapphira and what Ananias did. Ananias got greedy, right? So he saw what everybody else was doing and he, he got in on it. But here's what he did. Instead of him giving it all to the apostles for the ministry and work of the Lord, instead of them doing that, they gave them a little bit, right? They didn't give them all. They kept part for themselves and they gave part to the ministry, right? As a result, it cost them their life. Uh, Jesus said, I believe it's John the 10th chapter. Let me look at this real quick. I believe, hold on a second. I think it's John the 10th chapter. I believe it is. Well, listen, let me quote the scripture in a nutshell. Jesus said that he came to give you life and have it more abundantly. Do you see what these people did? Ananias and Sapphira were blessed with uh, property. They were blessed to have, and what they did is they got greedy. And as a result, it cost them their lives. Like, don't lose the life that Jesus promised you. Jesus said that he came to give you life, and so you can have it more abundantly. Don't lose that life being greedy. Listen, if God gives you something, whatever it might be, whatever God blesses you with, always be willing to share right because if you are not willing to share if you are not willing to share and give it away if you don't have the faith in God that he is going to reproduce that blessing again if you don't have that kind of faith guess what you're going to block your blessings as Miles Monroe said if God can't get it through you he will not get it to you so if God blesses you with something and you do not allow him to get it through you to do his work to bless other people who don't have that's prosperity in action if you do not allow God to get things through you he will stop getting it to you you will lose it all and not only that you will lose the life that God that Jesus promised you when he said I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly don't lose your life uh, the life that God has promised you, the life that Jesus promised you, the life that Jesus came to give you. Don't lose it being greedy and hoarding up stuff. I, and I understand this is a difficult concept to grasp, right? Because I am still grasping it right now. I'm still having to change. I'm 35 years old and I'm still having to go back. It's a hard thing to try to go back and uproot everything that you have been taught your whole life about possessions that you have your own things and it belongs to you guys i want you to get this from this word nothing belongs to you everything belongs to god god blesses you so that you can distribute and bless others miles monroe said if god can't get it through you he will not get it to you have a wonderful attitude with whatever God gives you and understand that even the money you make from your job, the shoes you have on your feet, the home that you're living in, the breath that you're breathing, your body, your voice, everything about you, none of it is yours. Everything that you think is yours. It might say on a deed that it's yours, right? You might have your name on a title and on a deed, but guess what? Everything belongs to the king. Everything belongs to God. That is prosperity in action, being willing to share with people who don't have. That's God's plan for prosperity, and that's what prosperity looks like in action. Don't forfeit 
the new life that God has promised you and that Jesus came to offer you because you want to hoard items and think that everything belongs to you. Hoarding and being greedy will cause you to lose the very thing that you're calling yourself holding on to. I just wanted to come on today, share that real quick word with y'all. I have missed y'all so much. I did not realize it's been this long. Please go find me on YouTube and TikTok because y'all are missing out on words. And I'm coming over here giving y'all the same words that I've been giving out uh, last week and this week. Go connect with me there. I love y'all. I hope y'all have been doing wonderful. I miss y'all. Thank y'all for still listening. I'm praying for each and every one of you. I hope y'all are praying for me. I'll be back on real soon. I am Grace Amber. I love you very, very much.